0: Hello, I'm Danny Akin, president of Southeastern Seminary. This podcast is a variety of audio resources from around Southeastern. To learn more about Southeastern, visit scbts.edu. Well, it's an easy text, right? It's very easy. Uh, well, as you hear, I'm uh, Pastor Gilberto. I'm born in Cuba. Uh, I don't know why, when I was growing up, uh, still growing up, uh, I have afraid to a clowns. So every clown that I, a clown that I saw, I was afraid. I, I remember an old lady in my town that uh, we call Francisca. Uh, she's like a family member. Everybody know him and my family. So, but she was a clown. So was she uh, she uh, she uh, you know dress herself with big shoes. You know that right? Uh, And she looked weird. So my dad and my mom take me to uh, a presentation that she was there thinking that I will enjoy the presentation of Francisca, our friend. Man, I was scared to death. I was crying. I was screaming. I was doing everything that enjoying, you know, I wasn't enjoying that thing. So my dad took me backstage. I was shaking more than now, so. And behind the scenes, I saw the Francisca that I know. A normal woman with no mask, with no big shoes, with no weird clothes, and he take me backstage to see that I, I don't have to be afraid of Francisca when she come home or neither when she is performing because he took, took me backstage. I think is what God is doing here in this passage and the whole Revelation book is taking us backstage to see behind the scenes the real meaning of the real stuff that we are seeing. By the way, the name Revelation in Spanish or Latin, apocalypsis means remove a bell that, that you can see through and see more that is really what is really there. So as you go with me to the text that, thank you, Dr. Atkins, to read it for me, and thank you for the introduction, I want to start with you uh, in verse 1, noticing two, two things. Uh, you know the veil is removed. Now we can see things that we don't understand very well. And in verse two, in verse one says a great sign. Great sign. Two words that I want to work with you right now is great sign. Great. Uh, the word right there is uh, mega. You know the, the the place that we take mega church. Mega is big. It's huge and the bible says what we want to see now is a huge but it's not huge Yes, in size it's huge in meaning so what we want to see is big say say it's big it's big and the other thing is sign the word sign means that it's pointing to something else it's pointing to something beyond the sign like you know when i was driving by here I saw the sign that say seminary but it's I stood there in the sign I never get to seminary so the goal of this is understand that what we want to see now is big is huge in meaning and also in uh, proportions but at the same time is pointing to something else are you follow me so I will divide this time that I have in three parts. Part number one, let's go to some characters that we have in the passage. And we want to try to work in three characters that we have, main characters. Two are signs, and one is very clear. The second part, we want to talk about the conflict. What is the conflict that is going on behind the scenes that we can understand? And third, we want to finish with who are the conquerors? Who are Those who have victory. So let's go back to the passage again. And let's see in chapter uh, 12, verse 1, the first sign, the first character. And it's a woman, right? Do you get it? It's a woman. But this woman, who is this woman? Who is? Well, as you read carefully, you will find out that the description of the woman is connected with a passage in Genesis 37. The woman have a sun, have the moon under the feet, and they have twelve stars. That's unfamiliar to you, as you are studying Old Testament. In Genesis 37, we have a picture of the dream that Joseph had. Remember that? So Joseph have a dream, and this is a dream that gave birth to the nation of Israel. So many scholars are trying to figure it out who. This woman is, but some people say it's the church. Some people say it's Mary. Well, Christ established the church, and this woman is pregnant with a boy that we want to find out that also is Christ. So I will say maybe can be Mary. But Mary don't have all the requirements, even when Israel bring Mary, Mary bring Christ. So, for me, for many scholars, this woman described Israel, the people of the Lord, the nation that gave birth to the Messiah. Let's go to the second character in the passage. And the second one is in the verse two. This another sign appears in heaven. Behold, read the word again, a great red dragon. Great, a huge, a mega red dragon. Who is this dragon? Well, as you uh, keep reading the passage, the dragon has seven heads, ten horns, uh, have crowns. But you start reading the passage going forward, uh, and you see the dragons called the serpent, the deceiver, the accuser. So who is? Satan. It's the devil. Satanás el diablo the enemy of god and his people and also the enemy of the woman so the second sign huge sign is a huge enemy so we have the two first character figured it out right a woman israel a dragon satan and now the bible says as you keep reading And I think it's part of the conflict start here. In verse 4, the Bible goes now back to the beginning, when he swiped out the third part of the angels. More description of this dragon. But the dragon is waiting, facing the woman, that she's about to get birth. To do what? To kill the child. Before the child is born, Satan has plans to kill the child. Let me tell you this. For me, Satan is the author of abortion. He had that plan, and he tried it with Christ. So, but the Bible says good news. Say good news. His plan failed. Because the Bible says that the child born, and when the child born, the child was cut up for God, and his kingdom failed. So who is the third character? Christ. The Bible says that he will rule with a sword of iron. That means that we got that passage back in many passages in the Old Testament talking about Christ. So this child is Christ. It's the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesucristo. If you can go back, you can read the Bible and you find that child. And and if you are a preacher, you... If somebody invite you to preach on Christmas, I will recommend you to preach that passage on Christmas. That is a Christmas. It's a great Christmas story. You know what? This child one day will root the nations. This child is overcomer. This child, you know that this child, before he born, the evil tried to kill him, but he, he didn't... Top plans, God, uh, God's plan, that is a great Christmas sermon. Maybe it's not what, uh, you know, the, the, the Mary and Joseph and the sweet uh, uh, wise men, no, but it's Christmas right here. So now we got the characters. Who are they? Number one, Israel. Number two, Satan. And number three, Christ. And after the, the, the character we have, now let's move to the conflict. What is going on behind the scenes? Let's now go behind the scenes and go to the conflict. The conflict started before Christ born. Satan is trying to kill the baby, but he fell. Because God's power was protecting the woman, and he was helping the woman even to run to the desert, and protect it for 1,260 days, right there. And as you are good at math, I will help you, and I will ask you to start counting how many people are trying to kill the woman, and also how many people are helping the woman. Because at the end of the day, you will find out that heaven will help the woman, Earth will help the women. God is helping the women. Now, another character is Michael, will fight against the dragon to help the woman. And let me tell you, if you are in the side of the woman, you, we are in the right side. If we are in the right side of the woman, even when a lot of persecution and a lot of plans are against the woman and against the child, we are in the right side. So let's go to the conflict. Let's try to understand what is going on in the conflict in chapter 12. Uh, and the conflict, uh, one of the words that uh, I was reading and reading and reading, do uh, you know it's an interpretation rule in the Bible when a word is get repeated? is because it's a message. And I find a word that is uh, repeated so many times and it's part of the conflict. And let's go to verse seven. So the conflict started when the child was about to get birth and Satan fell, but then verse 7 says, Now, one arrow's in heaven. That means that a big fight is happening in heaven behind the scenes, right? And now we have Michael. You know, Michael is the only angel in the Bible who is... A fighter, a warrior. I don't know if your name is Michael. You have to be fighting more. Against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But the Bible says, but he was, read it with me as you can do it. He was defeated and He was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the greatest dragon, can you read this word with me? Was, read it, thrown down. Say, Say it again, thrown down. Say it again, please, thrown down. But say it like a boo, like a thrown down. Do you know how many times that word is repeated now? Six times. The dragon is, say it, thrown down. The deceiver is, thrown down. The liar is, thrown down. The enemy of the, the woman is, thrown down. Do you know what that means? Do, do, anybody here play sports? When they reject you? Um, I like baseball. And when you get so cocky with the uh, umpire or, the, you know, they will do this. And if somebody else wants to defend you, you know what they will do? The same. I, 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 you know, and doesn't matter how strong you are as an athlete, how big you are. You have a guy in the field that only four or five. Sometimes they're, you know, a little overweight. They don't have gloves, they don't have bats, but they have one thing, they have authority. And no matter how big and strong and tall you are as a player, is the guy in the field who have authority, do this, you are out. Let me tell you this, no matter how strong, how red, how big, how powerful can Kendall- they, evil, the devil, look, lie, when the guy that is God, our God, and Jesus Christ, who have authority in this game, say, you are throwing down his... What? Throwing down. And why, why is important to understand the conflict? Because the conflict has be, been going on forever. In the garden, Genesis 3, he appears as a serpent. Later on, you will see it in the chapter, as a serpent. And what he does? He tried to lie, to destroy the sons of God, right? And he tried. But after that, God redeemed Adam and Eve, and he fell. And after that, the boy, the baby boy, who born obey God perfectly and he wanna kill it before birth. Remember that? But after that, remember when Christ born, Matthew chapter 2, verse 13, the Bible says that Hero wanna kill all the babies because he don't know where the baby was, but he now he wanna kill all the babies to try to kill the baby after the baby has born. But what happened? Failed. Because the woman Mary ran to Egypt under a revelation and he fell again so when the, the baby grew up was fasting for 40 days and the evil came again and said you know what this is it the time to throw you down go to the temple jump from here i want to see if you will die and what happened he fell he said no i know who i am I am the son of God. I don't have to prove you anything. So he fell. But what happened in the crucifixion? He said, I got it. I got it. I got it. He died. Yes, he died. But he died for you and me. His blood was a propitiation for us. His blood in the cross was a propitiation for you and me. And you will see that later in the passage. What happened is, he's dying, but he's not dying for him. He's dying for you and me. So the evil think, I got it, I got it. And third day, what happened? He rose again. I said, I don't got anything. No, he's throwing down. And the Bible is telling us, that is the conflict. Since Christ rose again, the enemy still trying to stop everybody who belongs to the people of God, everybody who is in the plan of God, and everybody who believes in the promise of God. And this is what is going on. And this is what we, as Christ followers, have to face. Every single day. Because this battle is not a chronological battle. It's an ongoing mega battle behind the scenes. But what the Bible is telling us is, come behind the scenes and look the real clown. He's throwing down. And John now is seeing all this and saying, what? What is the conflict? The conflict is behind the scenes. It's no conflict. It's a mega battle who is behind the scenes to try to stop what is unstoppable. The child, the woman, and the people who belong to the child. Are you one of them? Hey, no matter how hard the battle can look like, no matter how hard can the evil try, I'm here to tell you, God is over. God is in control. He has the story from the beginning to the end. And what the Bible is trying to tell us in Revelation 12 is, look the end. God is in control. We want to have pain, we want to have suffering, we want to have oppositions. I came in from a communist country. In a communist country, I was a pastor there for 12 years. And I faced a lot of positions. But let me tell you this, we don't have big buildings like this. We cannot have uh, big music that can be allowed in so many places because the neighbors, uh, guided by the governments, uh, start complaining, so you have to stop church. We have a lot of home churches. But let me tell you this, my mom was a communist member of the party. My dad was an alcoholic, so I don't have any idea who Christ was. But a friend of mine shared the gospel with me, and I feel convicted of my sin, and I repent, and i become a Christian, and after that i become a pastor, and let me tell you, the church in a communist country like Cuba Is growing in homes, in places that you don't imagine. Why? Because we are in the right side of the equation. And the enemy is trying to do everything to stop you. Young generations passing laws. But don't be afraid. Only understand the conflict. Because that will help you. And now let's go to the conquerors because the time is is running. Uh, And now uh, the evil is throwing down. Do you get it? Six times, throwing down, throwing down, throwing down. Rejected. Go out. And he's trying. And he will try harder in the great tribulation. He will push with all forces in the great tribulation. Because he knows, as the Bible says, his time is short. Very short. So, let's let's try to understand the conflict right here. Uh, sorry, the, the conquerors. So, Michael fought. They fought back. They're trying to win, but he lose, and he sent it back to earth. And now let's go to verse... Uh, Ten. He's throwing, verse 9 says that he's throwing down to the earth and his angels were throwing down with him and I hear who? John say and I hear A loud voice loud voice say loud voice loud voice you know what is loud voice? So when you go to a stadium or to the basketball game and the, the 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 home team is winning and they're crushing the enemy and you know the rivals and everybody's loud you can hear a thing you all I think is that that is what John here I hear a crowd of people crying. What what they were crying, saying, you know, loud voice saying. What they were saying, please help me out. Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of Christ have, what? Come. For the accuser of the brothers has been said going down who accused them day and night before God. Let, read with me as so you can do this. And they have conquered Him. By the blood of the land and the word of their testimony. For they love not their life even unto death. Then rejoice of heaven. Wow, earth, you are in trouble because it's been throwing. Down. Now the, the, the wrath of God and the wrath of the evil will be poured on earth. But let's, 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 let's go back to who are these conquerors? Who are these people who are crying out with a loud voice saying, the kingdom, the salvation has come. Now we get it. Now we see it. How we can identify these people? Well, for sure, these people know one thing. They know about the lamb. They know about the blood. And they know that the salvation is coming through the lamb and the blood. Old Testament passage again. You remember? The only way to clean and cover the sin of men was by the sacrifice of the land. When the blood of the land was put in the top of the ark. You remember the Old Testament? Many of you know the Old Testament? The holiest holies? The ark? So the ark have two uh, big angels with the wings like that. Well, I'm, I'm not an angel, but... Uh, well, as an angel means messenger, maybe I am one, but... Okay. The ark is right here. Two wings right there, two wings right here. What was inside of the ark? The law, remember that. And what's in the top of the ark? How do you call that? Okay, it's a hard word for a Cuban. you. A okay. They was covered in the law? Once a year, once a year. The high priest came to the holiest holy of holies with blood and he spread it at the top of the ark. Right? The law is here. The blood is here. The angels are here. And God is in heaven. One, Once a year, when God looked from heaven to the unfulfilled law, by men's, he cannot see the transgressions because he only see blood. And this is what Paul says in Romans. He is our propitiation. Who are the conquerors who understand that salvation is only by the blood of the land of the sacrifice of Christ? These are the conquerors. These are the people who say, no matter what the enemy is doing, I know that he will be thrown down and in the land and in the blood, we have salvation. I will say Gentiles and Jewish. because, anybody, anyone who claims upon the name of the Lord will be safe. These people are crying out because they're what we call redemption. But another things that they are overconquered is by the word of their testimony. It's the other things. The word of their testimony. What is that, Pastor? I will explain you what is that. The testimony of salvation in Christ. Living what we believe, living what we preach when you are holding to the testimony of Christ, we are overcomers. We have victory. The blood of the land forgive me and the testimony of Christ sustain me. And now they are crying and with joy, with uh, loud voice. Why? Because the weapons in this battle it's no social media. It's no new laws that we have to pass. It's two things. It's a message that talk about the sacrifice for forgiveness. And it's a testimony about the power of Christ to transform and save and change life. And even the third weapon that they have, the conquerors, says they don't care and they are no afraid to death. They don't. I would read it uh, from the text because I don't want to add words to the Bible. But it says, for they love no their life even unto death. Why? why are crazy people don't love their life how many of you when you get sick you go to the doctor nobody said "Ah, i'm good i will die tomorrow that's fine Uh, no but he's talking about more than that this talking about giving your life knowing that we have eternal life for the blood of the land, of the word of his testimony, we are ensured in God's hands. Romans 8. Romans 8.29. 29. So how many know Romans 8.28? 28? Those who love the Lord, everything work for good. But you know 29? Because we are calling by him with a bigger purpose. Who does he know he calls? He's justified by his blood, he's sanctifying us. And finally, we know that what is going on now for the moment is a battle that we win at the end. So this is why people don't have afraid to pour their life for Christ because they know that they have eternal life. Who are the conquerors, Pastor? Those who know about the blood of the land, forgiveness, salvation, who know the testimony and who understand what real life means that is eternal. Right? So how we want to close this? He was defeated in heaven and he was, tell me, thrown down to where? to where and as you keep reading, I don't have more time, he tried to kill the women again with water, as a serpent. The, the, the woman gets some uh, big wings of eagles, and he, he flew, and then after that, he bring water, and uh, the earth uh, swallowed the water, and he, and he's he in he problem now. He's, he's stuck. And at the end of the chapter 12... He's trying everything, and now he's sitting all stuck in the sand of the sea. I will let that for the next preacher, next chapel, but uh, I want to go back to a passage for us. That passage, when I was reading and reminding, took me back to a passage in the New Testament. You get it with me, please. It's Matthew 28, verse... 19 to 20. In Matthew 28, we have the passage that we call the Great Commission. Right? In that passage, Matthew 28, verse 19, the Lord came to the disciples. Many of them were afraid Full of doubts. other were worshiping. That is interesting. 12 people divided. So many of them were like, ah, I don't know if this is real or not. And so many of them were worshiping. But he says to them, all authority in heaven, on earth, has been given to me. You remember the battle? the battle started where? In heaven. And he was defeated in heaven. And after that, he was defeated again in earth. So, it's a good question. Whatever you try to fight me, you will be defeated in heaven or in earth because I'm serving the child who has all the authority in heaven and in earth. But now, how we can see more people who conquer more conquerors the only way that we can see more people to conquer in this behind scene battle is we do what he says what says now say it go go and tell people about the blood of the land. Tell about his testimony. And tell them. Because everybody who believes in the baby. Who born. Who grow up. And then evil never stop him. Will be saved. By the blood of the baby. And the testimony of the baby. I want to challenge you. When you see behind things what is going on. The evil is defeated. Can you raise your voice and say, the victory is in the baby? Let's go and tell people because they believe in the blood of the Lamb and they persevere by the word of the testimony. This is why we have to preach the Bible, this is why we have to preach the gospel. Because so many people can be on the right side, as we tell them. Are we finished with this? Can you see it? Can you see the conflict going going on? Yes or no? Can you see it? Social media. So many agendas. Wars. Russian. Ukraine. Can you see it? Are you afraid? Don't be afraid. Because the red dragon will be thrown down but we need to find more people to tell them about the blood of the land and the word his testimony. To people who understand life, that understand that life here is just short, but we have eternal life in Christ. What is my challenge for you, students, professors, brothers, sisters? Hey, we have to go we have to go because it's in the blood of the land and the word of his testimony that we conquer. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to see behind the scenes. Thank you for let us see the victory. Thank you for help us to be in your side, on your side. But help us, Lord, with this in mind, be faithful to the calling. Be faithful to the Great Commission. Be faithful to the preaching of the gospel. Because we know that the battle belongs to you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Consider giving to Southeastern Seminary online or visiting us for a preview day. For information on how to give or sign up for a preview day, visit sebts.edu.